This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all A Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With Dylan Hafer Hold on, check me, bro And Barry Rosenfeld I need to start drinking alcohol Now go to sleep, we Hey everyone, welcome back to the Mention It All podcast I'm Dylan Hafer And I'm Barry Rosenfeld And it's Beverly Hills Day Beverly Hills Day next week is the season finale already, which I mean, I know. like to say already, it's like, yeah, I mean, it's been like 18 episodes. It's not like crazy. <laughs> and we have a four part reunion, but it still is like, wow, we're not going to get. I feel like we've been getting so much information week to week. And, you know, like we're just we're not going to know what's going on anymore. Like we're not going to have our <laughs> like unless we read the news. Well, right. But like, we're not going to get our like (laughs) weekly dose of like Erica reacting to whatever is happening in real time, which I mean, I know right now we're watching it and it's like eight months delayed. So it's not like in real time, but I, I, it is like, it makes it more fun to kind of have the like context for what's happening. And, you know, I'm going to miss it. I'm going to miss these gals. I'm going to miss it, but it's so funny. Like you just said, four part reunion, which means like, we're not getting rid of Beverly Hills for a very long time. It's going to be right, on. Like we're <laughs> right. Like it, the season for, for real, for real, it's not going to end until like the first week of November or something. <laughs> oh my so. God. Tomorrow's October. Exactly. Like, ah, ah. So we've got, we've still got like five weeks left. I'm, I am really excited for the reunion though. So I'm like, you know, I'm a little nervous about four parts. I'm like, you know, cause I know like you and I aren't always a fan of three parts even. So it's like, <laughs> you know, for them to go with four, they've only done that once before it was the Atlanta season with the Phaedra stuff. Right, like, right. I'm sure that there is like something that I'm sure there's like something that made them feel like they needed to, but at the same time, I'm like, please don't give us two episodes of filler. Exactly. I didn't look at the actual like schedule yet. I don't even know if it's out, but what I'm, what I'm hoping for is that it's like what they did uh, like with another season recently, like Wednesday, Thursday, and then Wednesday, Thursday, as oh. a, which I think they will. Cause technically that's a month long of reunions. They have to do that. Te- that's four Wednesdays in a row. You can't do that. It's too I wouldn't far be apart. mad about that. I know. I think winter house starts on Thursday on Wednesdays, like the last week of October. So they might want to have it finished, Mm -hmm. you know, like in time for that. I don't know like how the timing would work out, but I don't know. I kind of feel like they want to milk it as long as possible. Cause I feel like Beverly Hills has been like delivering. I I don't know, whatever, whatever the schedule is, obviously we'll be talking about all of it. Yes. Um, (laughs) But let's get into 
<laughs> Let's get into last night's episode. We are, you know, still on the <laughs> Wait, coast. Wait, sorry, I'm laughing. Imagine we just like don't cover one of the. Re- we're like we like skip, surprise everyone and just like skip part two. Whatever just, part like, is ju- whatever part is juiciest. <laughs> that's just for us. We're not talking about yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's how. That's actually um, the best strategy of planning a podcast. Whatever people want to hear about the most. Just don't, don't talk, talk about, about it. it. Yeah, just don't make them, make them leave them wanting more. That's like <laughs> show. That's showbiz, baby. Showbiz, baby. Yeah, we're still in San Diego. <clears throat> yeah, I like this. All of these places in California where you're like not actually in the in a big city, but mm-hmm. you're like kind of close to a big city, and it's like on the beach and just like gorgeous. Like this is like my dream. Like I just want to go and hang out in California at like a resort and then like go to another town and do a wine tasting. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like it just looks so beautiful. It really does. That sunset. And like, even Kyle, I think said that they thought they, they looked like they were in Australia. Like you can just pretend you're elsewhere, but it really was magical that from the second they arrived at this place, it looked beautiful. I think this might be one of my favorite trips relaxing wise. I yes. was relaxed. I know they might not and have this been, week. But... This week I was getting a little bit less the shining vibes. Like it felt a little <laughs> more like everything felt like a little more bright and opened up. And it, I think like the activities helped a little bit, but I didn't, I didn't feel like we were in this like big empty resort again, which was probably for the best. Um, but so we kicked things off with a wine <laughs> tasting day for the hotel's business. <laughs> people are like, I don't want to go there. Exactly. Um, so we kick things off with a wine tasting day. Um, and they're like on this like wine tasting trolley thing. And they're like, they're like, Sutton, can you so get on? Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Sutton really goes through it this episode with her. Like it just <laughs> seeing her like in th- this position of like, weakness and she just like she can't walk it doesn't even seem like she like crutches are really a good option for her because she's like on her scooter most of the time the way right. when they go to the boat later in the episode the way she has to be oh like fireman carried up okay. onto the boat like Sutton please can I just say that first of all I want to credit her for she even said she's listening to the doctor like she's like I can't even believe I'm listening to the doctor like, she's truly staying mm-hmm. off of her foot however Sutton, you can put your foot down to get onto the boat. I promise you, coming from someone who has broken their foot and been on crutches, et cetera, I, you could put your foot down for, for just one second. That kind of her getting onto the boat was a bit dramatic, a bit dramatic. Maybe. Like, I mean, I don't know like the exact situation. I feel like there was a more, I feel like even if she didn't, put her foot down. I feel like there could have been like a less a better way, disruptive yeah. way to come. <laughs> um, honestly, I feel like for a boat like that, it's weird that everybody has to climb a ladder. Like, why isn't there a ramp or something? I don't know. Yeah. Like, haven't they I, watched below deck? Like, do they not know yachting? I mean, not that a, a ramp onto a boat would necessarily be like easy for a sudden. Well, she could have wheeled across the ramp. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. But so this, this wine tasting day, Erica does not come to the wine tasting. Mm -hmm. And so they're like at this place, everybody seems to be having a great time. The wine is delicious. 
we'd love to see them enjoying the wine. Um, Kathy can't get straight the five the five S's. <laughs> she's like, she's like, sip, uh, swish, he, swallow. He was like, that's not the I right order. She, she was like, okay, so then what is it? What is it? They're, <laughs> I can't even, I didn't remember. I like took a picture of them so I could remember. Yeah, for the next time I go wine tasting. (laughs) Yeah, it's always funny to be like, okay, so like you're like the person at the wine tasting who's like, okay, girls, the five S's. And then it's like, oh, I don't actually know what they are. You're like, I just knew that that was like a buzzword I was supposed to say at a wine tasting. No joke. See, snip, swirl, sip, swallow. Got it. I don't love, I don't love that. Like, it just doesn't. Yeah, no. Like, sniff. (laughs) Why can't you say smell? You know what? Yeah, I guess because you're supposed to just take a, like a little sniff. But if you like say it, also, that, re- I, saying sniff and reading it are two different things. Like sniff. I thought one of them was like, going to be spit because I I thought you usually yeah. don't swallow the wine. But I, yeah, I don't All right. know. these are up in the air. I don't. I'm we don't not- need to talk about spitting versus swallowing <laughs> on this podcast. That um, we can save that for another could, time. It's a little a early in the day episode. for me to have that conversation. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, that's the that's on the premium tier. Um, <laughs> um, but so at this wine tasting, Erica's not there. Rinna tells the whole group this story of the robbery and all of the other stuff that happened, the cataracts exploding and the surgery and the sun and the car and the flipping in the snow. And I thought it was curious to see how Rinna, since hearing this story for the first time, and she was having trouble wrapping her mind around it, now she's relaying the story to the rest of the group and saying, this is all true. Everything is true. She sounds to me like Erica's publicist or something. Like she (laughs) is like, the way that she's presenting this story and being like, and you guys, every single part of this story, remember, is 100% true. It's just like, Rinna has gotten a lot of criticism this season. And I think like some of it is warranted. Some of it is just people being like annoyed with her. Mm-hmm. But in this moment, I'm like, you can present what Erica told you without spinning it in this way that it's like, and I know for a fact that this is true because it's like, I mean, you don't you really. Don't. Right. As I was watching this with them relaying the story, I forgot that the other women still didn't know that this story like existed. I right. it, only I was like, oh, my only God, Kyle and Dorit, only Kyle and Dorit really knew. So like Garcelle, Sutton, Crystal are all hearing this story right. for the first time. And, you know, like Crystal has been pretty. Um, supportive of Erica and Crystal is like what the fuck like when did it snow like I don't that's weird Sutton obviously is having trouble with it Garcelle too like you know it's clearly this is a story where every single person who hears it whether it's us watching the show or whether it's these women it's a crazy story and so like I think that's why it's weird for Rinna to be like, why can't she just be like, so this is what Erica told us. Why is she like, mm-hmm. and you guys, it's true. It's true. <laughs> it's like, just chill. Like later in the episode, Sutton and Garcelle are talking about how everyone's kissing Erica's ass. And it's like, in this scene, it's like, she's not even there. And Rinna is still like her like right. cheerleader. 
she was going to, I was going to say she's given herself like this role to like step up, but step up like immensely to defend Erica, which it's weird. Cause you can look at it two ways. You can look at it, which she's being a good friend, but then you can look at it where it's like, okay, let people have their own. I know what you're doing. You're trying to not get people to be like, now she's lying. But like, I don't know, just do what you need to do. And then let everyone else, if they're her friend, they're her friend. If they're not like you did what you could, that's it. Right. To me, it's like you have, I mean, most of the people in this cast are being like varying levels of supportive to Erica. Like I don't think even Sutton, this episode, like we see her really, she's really struggling with the fact that she and Erica have gotten to such a bad place. Like she wants to be supportive of Erica. She just feels like she has to ask these questions. And so it's like watching all of these women kind of take different approaches. It just makes Rinna's approach seem like all the more questionable because it's like, you are riding so hard. And like when she's talked about how she speaks up when she sees injustice, it's like, so you think there's like so much more injustice happening here than any other time. Cause like, I mean, they keep bringing up the Denise thing last season and like, obviously they're not the exact same situation, but like mm-hmm. Rinna clearly still doesn't see any issue with how that went down. And so it's like, I don't know. I just think like the further this goes, the more kind of like cringeworthy her reaction is. And I'm, I'm curious to see on the reunion if she really is just kind of like in Erica's corner the whole time. Cause I think that'll be a tough look because I think people watching the reunion will be, you know, will want Erica to be questioned and stuff. And like, we'll want her to be like, really we'll be like analyzing all her behavior. So if Rinna kind of the whole time is just like, woo, Erica, I believe her. Everything she says is perfect. Like, I think it'll just kind of be like, really? Like you're not, you're not like thinking for yourself at all or like having any other kind of like, I don't know, angle to it. Yeah. Yeah. Those are the types of things I'm interested in seeing in the reunion, like where people stand, because like what you just said, I can't see Rena randomly not believing Erica and like one ounce of the reunion. If she's been like this the entire time, which is like, right. you have to really have like a, like a strong thought process. I don't know. But anyway. I feel like we've all had that moment where you're at somebody's wedding and you're looking around the food, the venue, the music, the overall vibe. And you're making like that mental checklist of if I were planning a wedding right now, maybe you are, maybe you aren't. What would I want to copy from this? What would I want to change? What would I want to tweak? Well, I've been a part of my fair share of weddings over the years, and I know just how stressful the process can be. You go from that newly engaged bliss to overwhelmed by invitation paper and flower colors in the blink of an eye. But using Zola helps with wedding planning from start to finish and makes every decision easier so you can stay in your bliss. With Zola, you can plan your entire wedding in one convenient place. From the day you get engaged and search for the venue to the day you send out your save the dates, make your registry, and even taste your cake, Zola has literally everything you need to make the whole process super easy and even maybe enjoyable. There's even a five-star app that helps you plan on the go or on your couch. Zola helps couples plan the wedding they really want with tons of unique features and personalized recommendations based on a couple's preferences 
because every Zola wedding is as unique as the couple planning it. They've thought of everything you'll need and have built every tool to get you to I do, including customized checklists to get you moving, keep you on track, and prepare you for what's next. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A dot com. Summer is fast approaching, which means more social events, more weddings to attend, more nights on the town, and hopefully more vacations. That's why I'm so thankful for today's sponsor, Honey Love, for covering us with the best shapewear. With Honey Love, you can feel your best even when you're wearing less. They've revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. Plus, they're the only shapewear that won't ever roll down no matter how much you groove on the dance floor. For a limited time only, you can get Honey Love on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com MIA. Support our show and check them out at honeylove.com MIA. When talking about shapewear, Honey Love's best-selling superpower short is the go-to. It has targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas where you need less compression. Their signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. The superpower short is helping ladies everywhere sculpt and smooth from stomach to thigh by offering just the perfect amount of compression. This piece is also a booty lifter. Boost bands on the back of the thigh give your bottom an amazing shape. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at Honey honeylove.com slash MIA. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash MIA. After you purchase, they'll ask where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started, honeys. Shape your life with Honey Love. This is so funny during this wine tasting because Kathy, as the own world that she lives in, gets up and leaves and says she has to go get a massage. And even Kyle almost like nearly spits her wine out. And I laugh too because it's like... Wouldn't that be something that you set up for like, like every, like everyone would want like a massage or a facial or whatever. So she was like, okay, I'm going to get my massage. And Kyle was like, okay, we'll be here. Like we're staying. <laughs> She's like, right. It's like literally okay, like you planned to the this. <laughs> she claims that she still gets headaches. She was filming a Barbie commercial from when she was a little girl and got hit in the head with a golf ball. I, oh, honestly, this that story is similar to Erica's on a smaller scale, but it's like, wait, what? <laughs> and you still get headaches? I don't know. Child actors, there, a lot of stuff happens. Commercial shoots, you never know. Like, it, what was it's a golf a dangerous... ball doing there? <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I want, I like, I don't have the, the like, whatever. I don't know. I want somebody to find this Barbie commercial. Like that's. <laughs> Like it has, does it exist anywhere? What, what would this be like the sixties? Like somebody find the Barbie commercial. I didn't know what you were about to say. And I realized you were going to say, you don't, you don't feel like you don't have the time or energy to look for this. Right. Like I don't, I don't think it's going to be like easily findable on YouTube, but I want to know if it exists like literally in any form on the internet. With the internet investigators that exist these days, someone will find that commercial. I have faith that right. that will appear. I I sure hope so. Um, so, so back at the hotel, um, Kyle and Dorit are with Sutton before they're going to their like dinner situation, which also looks really nice. Um, mm. And so they're kind of filling in Sutton on what happened a couple days ago at the pop-up picnic while Sutton was getting her ankle attended to. And they're saying how that was when Erica was kind of rehashing the story about um, Tom's accident. And she said, allegedly, he was unconscious. And I mean, this was clearly a 
raised a question mark for everyone. And so of course Sutton picks up on that right away. She's like, wait, like, how are you allegedly unconscious? Like Erica, I mean, we talked about this last week. It just doesn't make sense because Erica's the one who brought this story to the table in the first place. And it's like, if, if the story happened the way you're telling it, then nothing is alleged because like you were there. So it's yeah, just, and yeah. Sutton, Sutton was a bit frisky this episode and all of her confessionals. <laughs> she was like really coming for like, she was like, oh, allegedly. And then at one point she was like, are you coming for my store? Like she was just like, had all of her like, lines ready to go talking about Erica but well yeah I mean that's true how well, were you allegedly allegedly unconscious <laughs> allegedly y'all are maybe drinking the Kool-Aid because <laughs> I, mean, I mean I don't disagree yeah. with her that I think like we're seeing I think as the season has progressed more and more these women clearly all have questions or are having trouble believing some of the stories but to Erica's face, don't really want to upset her or for her mm-hmm. for her to get the idea that they're like not on her side. So I think right. for people like Kyle and Dorit, I can see why Sutton would be a little bit like, really? Like, you're going to have all these questions, but then whatever. I mean, I just, I understand why Sutton kind of is like frustrated because I think if everyone was being 100% honest, then she wouldn't look like such an outlier in terms of how she's dealt with Erica. But then Erica, this episode starts, you know, weirdly having some nice things to say about Sutton. You know, she's like bringing up how she, you know, paid rent at her store and that's like a great Mm -hmm. thing. And then, you know, she's later in the episode when they're walking to the boat, she's like sort of apologizes to her and Sutton clearly doesn't know how to feel about it in the confessional. She's like, you know, it's kind of a, it's kind of a lame apology, but also like, I don't trust it anyway. Like, I don't know. And then Erica in her confessional, they keep asking her like why she's being nice to Sutton. And she's like, she's like, I don't know. I don't want to ruin the weekend. Like that doesn't mean I don't hate her. And it's like, what are you doing? Like, why are you playing this game? She did say she's a she apologized when they were walking to the boat. She's like, I apologize for lashing out, which I was like, I hope like she wasn't like apologizing. I feel like for anything, she was just I feel like apologizing for her reaction because it was a bit harsh. But yeah, she was like, I um, and she said it twice. She's like, I'm not ruining everyone's trip, which is, I guess, nice. Like she's being cordial. But yeah, it's like, well, you're being cordial and moving on or you're like, she also claims she's not smoothing anything over. Like she doesn't want to be friends, which that's fine. But like, right. If you hate somebody, if you hate her, you're not going to be cordial. That's just being like kind of fake, to be honest. If you don't want to be friends with someone, that's another story. Like you can move forward. And I think that's, it feels a little bit unfair to Sutton that it's like, if you are going to go from, two weeks ago saying the door is closed. I don't want to speak to you. You know, we're never going to be good again at all. And then in this episode, there are like three different moments where she's kind of like, it seems like reaching out an olive branch, but then she's saying that that's not actually like what she wants to do. Like Sutton clearly 
still has like feelings about her relationship with Erica. And so it almost feels like kind of cruel of Erica. It's like, if you still are saying that you hate this woman and that you're not, the door is closed and whatnot, then like, just keep it that way. Like, don't, don't Mm -hmm. dangle like a carrot in front of her when you don't actually have any intention of moving forward. Cause I think when we see Sutton talking to Kathy on the boat, you know, she feels really bad about how things have gone down. And I think, you know, it's, it's going to be hurtful to Sutton when she sees, or, I mean, I guess she's already seen it by now, but I feel like imagining Sutton watching that episode and seeing Erica be like, Oh, I still hate her. It's like, damn, that sucks. Like, I thought we had a nice moment. Right. But at, while Erica was even doing those things, she was like kind of going back and forth. Like when she said, like, I'm sorry for lashing out, but then she was like, you want me to give you a push? But she was joking about like pushing her in the, in the like water. And then yeah. when Sutton was like rolling to dinner, the level like below them, Erica was like, you took the low road, like low road. Like she was like doing it in the same moments of being nice and mean. So she's like, oh, can't be too nice. Hold on. Got to give a little nudge in there somewhere. Like it, it really was like, like, like you said, dangling a carrot. It's like, hold, what, what's going on here? But at the same time, I guess it is whatever she is doing is less awkward. Imagine being on a trip like that and two people like legitimately aren't speaking and there's only like six of you. No, I mean, I'm glad so they're uncomfortable. I'm glad to see that there's like some kind of like thawing between them. I just think I would rather, I wish Erica was a little bit more like, like what you were saying, like, we're not going to be good friends, but like, I don't need to, you know, never speak to her again, but it just, the difference between how she's acting in real life versus the confessionals. It's like, it just seems a little shady to me, but Erica is like, she's in a good mood for this episode. She's like really feeling her like comedian (laughs) vibes when they're at this dinner the first night she's like she's like mama's broke and paying the bills and the other the way the women like cackle at all of her like oh my yes it like really was so funny yeah they were like wow my god you're so oh my god you're so funny you're so funny i was like well that'll really make someone's head grow like a little bit they were like oh it was hilarious though when she said mama's broke and paying the bills the way like dorit and kyle are like it's like okay so like yes it was a funny thing for erica to say but also like mama's broke and paying the bills like she's not really joking about that like wait fun fact i don't remember if you if you um had known this when the whole thing came out because I didn't. But when she said she lives next door to Army Hammer, which is just like a hu- another like really random fun fact about this situation. <laughs> it's so bizarre. What are the chances? For like two days, it was like a fun rumor that they were like sleeping together. And she's like, LOL, no. Um, Erica and then doesn't... like she talked about it with like her son. Ew. <laughs> Erica Here. doesn't need that in her <laughs> life. Like... <laughs> She has enough problems to deal with. Oh my God. Oh, I just almost vomited like thinking about that again, like him. Yeah.
I am so happy that warmer weather is finally back and we can get back to enjoying some time in the sun. But the springtime always brings those unwanted guests, pollen and seasonal allergies. April showers bring May flowers and also sniffly noses and stuffed up sinuses. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. I have had seasonal allergies for pretty much my entire life. Unfortunately, there are definitely those days where I have canceled my plans because I simply just don't want to be out in the world because of my allergies. But luckily, Claritin is the perfect thing that you can just take at the beginning of the day. And it really helps with all of those symptoms, clearing up your eyes, clearing up your sinuses, clearing up your congestion. It's the easiest way to just get those allergies under control, whether it's in the spring, any other time of year. And it's designed for serious allergy sufferers. Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? Well, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. I want to talk about her... Erica's moment with Kyle when she is talking about this latest update. I love how she will like read off like news headlines about Tom and like discuss them on camera. Like it's just funny, like how she chooses to like throw in this information. So the newest update is that Tom may get evicted from his house and they're going to like sell it off, which obviously it's been on the market for a while now. Um, but this is when she says, you know, girl, I have zero dollars and basically I'm going to walk away with nothing. And this was a moment where like Kyle is like clearly obviously feeling for her friend. But when she says in the confessional, like the, it's the victims are like the ones who really like need money and don't have money. And she clearly feels a little uncomfortable the way Erica's kind of like, but you know, like I'm going to come out fine, you know, like we'll figure it out. And it's like, I thought it was, it was like a little refreshing to see Kyle clearly, clearly uncomfortable in that moment because she is thinking about the victims. Right. She, she, right. She's like set, talked to a lawyer and the lawyer was like, you're like, you're going to be fine. Like that's what she she was reiterating, but then later on in the episode too, like Rinna said, <clears throat> and I'm not, I'm like the Rinna trained for defending Erica, but Rinna said that she thinks Erica was told by her lawyers not to say anything about the victims because it looks like she, you know, has something to do with it because in this, how many episodes there have been at like 18, 
she hasn't mentioned it once. And I agree with that. And that's like one of the first things I think we I said when we started talking about this, like, I feel like there's a reason why she can't be like that cold blooded. Like if she hasn't mentioned them, I feel like there's like a reason why, but at the same time, I hope, I hope at least. And it was weird seeing Kyle like space in that moment because like she was kind of waiting for Erica to say something, but at the same right. time, it's like, you don't know if she did. And I, I hate this so much because it's like, you don't know if she did and they cut it. You don't know what Kyle's face was reacting to. Like, those are the details where I'm just like that. I think too far into because I'm like, is something missing here? But yeah, I truly feel like she was told not to say anything. And I'm, I hope, like I, I said, I, mean, I hope I that's the that case. That's, I agree that that is probably the case. I think like, Honestly, like, I almost wish she would have just said, like, yeah, like, I can't really talk about that whole situation. Because I think it comes off, if she said, look, I can't talk about it, that would make more sense to people. And it would kind of address the elephant in the room versus just being, like, kind of pretending it doesn't exist in a way. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. I mean... to me, it's just like, it is kind of nice to see that the rest of the women in the group, however they feel about Erica, are right. are like very aware of the bigger picture here. And it's nice. I like that makes me happy because like, obviously they live in this like a housewives bubble of what's going on on the show. But the fact that somebody like Kyle can still kind of take a step back and see like, this is the bigger right. problem here. And I think like, I think Dorit's on the same page with that. Obviously, like Sutton Garcelle, like I think every for the most part, everyone in the cast really like seems to get it, which is it's just like nice to nice to know. Yeah, and uh, let me just say that uh, again that that's how I feel as well. <laughs> uh, looking at the bigger picture as opposed to discussing just Erica on here, but she was like, "I'm good." I think what Kyle's thought is like, "Erica, you're going to be okay." These victims, though are still suffering and need it. Like you are as much as you're saying you don't have a dollar, but you're sipping champagne at a resort. So it's like, um, you have some dollars, right? Like, I know you get paid for this. (laughs) Like, you know, there's like, whatever, there's like some kind of money happening somewhere. She has like two people doing her glam still. Yeah. I was like, wait, did it not start yet? Is that the problem? I was like, how is this happening? It's not the timeline. Does not... I was like, okay, Erica, when you get back from this trip is when we're going to take your mo- the money away. Because <gasps> she's literally getting her makeup done in the chair. I was like, right. if you're saying I have, what? if you're saying I have zero dollars <laughs> in the present tense, then it's like, okay. Uh, I, so that I believe, I believe you, I guess. Your glam um, squad is owed a little bit. I know that you, there's nothing worse than being bad about paying the glam. I feel like that's like the cardinal rule. Like you got to pay the glam. I always wonder how that works, but that can be a whole other conversation. Like, do they pay them every time? Do they have like an upfront thing? Is there a salary? Like, I need to know the breakdown (laughs) of that. Well, I have you, I, um, I watched, the first episode of the like bad girls club reunion show that was on Zeus and yeah. like the first episode, like one, the biggest fight was about like one of the girls, like not paying the makeup artist. Cause they had like, 
for this show, I guess the production like wasn't paying for glam. So uh, like they had, they were each supposed to like cash app him like $60 or something. And he was like, I don't want to do your glam. Like you didn't pay me last time or something. Like it's yeah. I mean, these people are I working love, hard like, for their whole, money. Totally. I mean, I would love like a whole behind the scenes look at how that works because it's like, <laughs> I'm sure like the, the people that do glam for housewives, I'm sure have like many, many, many stories. And like, not only that. So for like, let's say Teresa, for instance, with Priscilla, Priscilla has been doing Teresa's uh, makeup for like over a decade and her family. So it's like, ah, oh yeah, we should get, yeah, we can find out a lot from Priscilla probably. Not that she would tell us, but. I mean, she does like Luann and Ramona for stuff too. Like Priscilla, Priscilla knows and it all. When everyone flies to New York for Watch What Happens Live, like she's like the she's like everyone's like, let me get Priscilla. Yeah, I wonder what Priscilla's like rate is. I want, yeah, I might. Or on the West Coast, it, there's Glam by Pam. <laughs> what a what a lucky oh name! God. Like what a lucky um, girl okay. to be named. okay i do i want to talk about um one scene that kind of left like a strange taste in my mouth was um when rinna and crystal were doing this like paddleboard yoga together and Mm -hmm. they show up and crystal clearly feels like a little uncomfortable about it like the activity to begin with and then so she's wearing a swimsuit and Rinna has shown up in like a tank top and leggings. And Crystal says that they were like texting, talking for like 30 minutes before this. And Rinna like promised that she would also wear a swimsuit. And, you know, Crystal, we know has, you know, some body image struggles. She's had an eating disorder, like all of this stuff. Like we know that being on camera in a swimsuit is like not super comfortable for Crystal. And so it just is like, she feels weird about the fact that Rinna like essentially lied about that she was going to wear a swimsuit. Like, it just was so weird because it's like, why is this like, it's like, why is Rinna like this? Like, why is she doing this? Like, it just, it's like something is off with Rinna. Like, I don't get how she's like thinking these things through. At first, when I was watching after Crystal said that, I was like, maybe that is a swimsuit Rinna's wearing, like under. But I was like, no, I don't know. I think she's in full like um, workout gear. But, you know, you want to see the best in people and you want to know, oh, maybe Rinna forgot. But she did. It was right before Crystal wouldn't lie about something like that. It was right before. So it was like maybe she like it is weird. But knowing if you are a good friend and knowing that Crystal does have issues like that, like was your mindset, oh, maybe this will help make her feel better. But like you betrayed her almost for something that she has like feeling like serious feelings about. So I don't know. Rinna is just Rinna over the, you just can't, you just can't, you can't trust her. <laughs> like you just can't like, I, that, you can't I trust will say, Rinna. I will say going into the reunion, I feel like Lisa has, I feel like she's gotten away with a lot over the years. And I think yeah. like she's good. She's good at like playing the part of the one who always gets in trouble. She's like, she's like, oh, 
oh, people get mad at me all the time. I'm constantly getting raked over the coals. But like, I feel like in terms of actual consequences or like being like held accountable for like stuff she's done to people, I feel like we haven't seen a lot of that. And so like this reunion, I'm, I'm interested to see if this is kind of finally the season where her like behavior comes back to bite her because I feel like I feel like most of the women in this group like I don't know why they would I don't like for Garcelle for Sutton for Crystal it's like I don't feel like Brynn has been a great friend to most of these people ever since Brynna and Garcelle had like their like third or fourth meetup to apologize and Brynna looked Garcelle dead in the face and said like we'll see I was like yeah no it's gonna be a no for me like like where she like told Garcelle to the face she doesn't know if she'll like I'll have your back basically like I I don't know it's just how could you possibly move forward trusting someone 100% when they're at least she was honest but still no it's a no yeah I don't know I I'm so excited for the finale next week. I've been waiting to see Crystal's Lunar New Year party for like, since it happened, those photos on social media, everyone looked gorgeous. Um, So I can't wait to see that. And I'm like, I'm dreading seeing Erica like immediately going back to being a bitch to Sutton. Like it's going to happen so quick. Oh yeah. It's absolutely going to happen. Like, Obviously, there was the the boat. They had their boat night, too, which was where it was a little like back and forth. And like you mentioned earlier, like Sutton got emotional, which was kind of sad because like, I don't think she regrets anything she did to Erica because she like she said, she said, I'm entitled to ask questions like I shouldn't be like, you know, treated this way for asking questions. But now she's like. I kind of don't know what she's feeling because it's like, are you upset because you're not friends with Erica or are you upset because of the way she's treating you? Do you want to move forward? Like, those are just the things that I'm wondering, like what's going through her head. Like, I don't know. I don't it's it's a little confusing. It's kind of also to see like grown women. It's like. Either you're friends or you're not at this stage, and obviously we know they're not going to be friends anymore, but. I don't know. I feel bad. I feel a little bad watch seeing Sutton cry. I do. I don't have yeah. like zero emotion. <laughs> but I know. I, I do. <laughs> yeah. The the boat day was very nice though. I like the lighting, the view, it just looked like perfection. And they're all like dressed up so cozy. I don't know. I want Well, I mean, this is one of the chicest like Beverly Hills, just like the chicest always. So they can even Sutton was like to Erica, you look too pretty to be mad at. Like they just always look so pretty. It's like annoying. I know. I know. But I'm happy for you guys being so happy pretty. for them but on together. their boat. Um, <laughs> can't wait to see the finale. Um, in the meantime, that's going to do it for us. We'll be back on Monday with another episode. Don't forget to rate, review, follow the show wherever you listen. You can follow us on Instagram at Bravo by Betches and just be cool. Don't be all like uncool. Mention It All is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Dylan Hafer. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow at Bravo by Betches on Instagram and Twitter.
Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a wild berry splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches.